welcome to Fierce Woman Rising, the podcast that ignites your inner fire and introduces you to women who shattered norms, rewritten rules, and embraced financial independence. I'm Claire, accountant, business mentor, coach, and your guide on this transformational journey. Each week, I'll be sharing powerful interviews with women who have embraced a life of purpose and taken control of their destinies. Learn from their stories, empower yourself, and if you feel called, join us in rewriting your own story. Financial independence, joy, and abundance are not just a dream. It is your birthright. Let's rise together with fire and become the next fierce woman rising. Hello and welcome to another episode of Fierce Woman Rising. Today I am super, super excited because I have got the beautiful Mandy with me who is directly on my team and we are Fierce Women Rising together. I am so, so excited to to have her here. Now, Mandy is originally from the Netherlands and has been calling Australia home for the last 17 years. She wears an incredible amount of hats. She is a physical business owner, a coach, an emotional freedom tapping practitioner and single mum to three teenage children. So um, she has got a lot on and she is juggling a lot of balls and she is doing it with absolute um, with absolute fire. Um, and uh, yeah, I can't wait for you to, to hear her story. She says her journey has been a transformational one um, from being a fearful single mum to embracing a fearless life and she's never let anything hold her back. She's always chosen to face things head on, grow, heal and thrive. And now she has brought high ticket affiliate marketing into her space as well. um, And I'm sure is going to share with us the journey to that um, and her vision for that and what that means for her and her family. So I am so thrilled to one, have her as part of my team and two, have her here today to share her story. So Mindy, welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Why don't we um why don't we start off? Um I kind of gave the high level overview, but why don't we start off and you can just share a little bit, um, a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your your history, your background, um, you know, even your journey to going from the Netherlands over to Australia, um, just so we get to know you a little bit better. Nah, well. Um, I came into Australia as a backpacker, so it is the whole, you know, cliche story of the backpacker um, meeting someone in Australia, and um, so that happened to me in my last couple of months that I was here. I met um, my now ex-husband, and um, we had three beautiful children. We got married in the Netherlands, and then moved back to Australia, and um, yeah, it is now eighteen years ago. That's crazy. Yeah. Isn't it yep. weird how the time flies? Like it was um it, it was the anniversary of me breaking my back um this weekend and Terry and I were talking about it and um you know we were like oh 2016 that gosh that was a long time ago and then I'm like no 2016 Kai would have been 6 Kai wasn't even a twinkle in our eye it must have been 2006 <laughs> yes, <laughs> like oh yes. my god yes exactly <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that is, it it goes so quick. And especially looking at my children now, like having, you know, a 17-year-old, a 16 and a 14-year-old. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. I don't feel old enough to have teenage kids. (laughs) 
I feel no, I, I, I sometimes think that too. Like, I am not 46. Like, my body is not ready for that. <laughs> another another one of these conversations I um, recorded a couple of days ago was with um, Robin Jordan and she's she's um, 62 but she's like but my body's like I feel 35 I'm 35 yes. inside it's just a number <laughs> your mind just doesn't catch up with the age it just doesn't work that way yeah <laughs> I love that I love it. so okay so you um you moved over to Australia um, yeah. You're married. You've now got these beautiful children. What was what was what was the picture for your life? Um, what what did you? How did you? How did you project your life turning out? Uh not like this, of course. <laughs> like you know, no one dreams of being divorced and a single mom, and um, so that is never in my plan. But um, I am not a person that looked ahead. More, I wasn't a person that looked ahead a lot. Um, so when I did divorce and um, had to stand on my own two feet and was all of a sudden on my own and I was in a strange country really because I wasn't here that long yet and then um, you know having to learn I had to learn everything how to pay bills and how to rent a house Um, there were so many things that I wasn't aware of because I felt like I moved into someone else's life and never really had to think about many things than just, you know, go with our business that we were running and, and you know, raising the children and living on the farm. And all of a sudden I was living in town, um, you know, had to sign up for a rental home and had no idea how to do that and, and all the things that came with it. Um, so there was a lot of that um, that was a, not, it was a struggle. It was like it is. Um, and so looking ahead then was, was really hard for me. It was really hard to find a job that, you know, um, suited my needs to be home with the kids and to raise the children. Luckily, um, we do 50-50 care, so we co-parent very well. So we're very lucky on that behalf. Um, but it was very hard to find a setting that for me, a job that was really good for my family and for me and still being able to make the money, that's I reckon is where I started learning, um, you know, to look more for things for me because yeah. it, not everything suited me. I've had many, many jobs and tried everything. And then I had a job as in hospitality I think I always ended up in there and then I was in aged care and and everything is is it was very hard because there wasn't really a lot of money yeah so I found um an opportunity to open a restaurant and I took that and that was a big dream it was something that I really wanted to do because I've been in hospitality my whole life um and so yeah you know you kind of go this is going to be great because this I'm going to be my be own it. boss. I'm going to do my own hours. I can do whatever I want. And then yeah, found out that that is not how it goes when you have your own business. Like it is, um, it is freedom. I was actually talking to someone yesterday who said there's a lot of freedom, but it takes all your time. Mm. <laughs> so, so because <laughs> it is true, you have more freedom than you do with a, a you know a nine to five job working for someone else. 
but then still your time is actually taken a lot more. And, and that's something that I now, maybe I think it's more because I'm in my forties as well. I started thinking like, this is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. I don't want to work all the time. I want to enjoy life. I want to, um, you know, be there for the kids. I want to be there for, I don't know, their events at school and holidays and sporting mm. games that they do and started to realise that, that yeah, this, you know, mortar, brick and mortar business is not as free as you think. I think that's a really valid point. And I know, like, uh, I, I mean, I didn't, my business wasn't the bricks and mortar business. You know, it was still somewhat online or, you know, it was me, I was, it was service-based. So um, yes, some elements of it were online other elements of it were, were me going places to run programs and things like that. And, and yeah, I mean, whilst, you know, we can get up whatever time we want, we can spend our day doing whatever we want. Um, there, there's freedom there, but it totally takes up everything, doesn't it? Like, I don't know if you were the same, it just takes up, it took up all my thoughts. Like I was constantly thinking about what's the next thing I can launch, what's the next thing I can do, who's the next person I can contact. You know, I guess for you, um, like you've just had a special event on this weekend, so it's like what's the next thing we can do? How can we change the menu up? You know, how can we promote this more? How can we promote that more? It's it's that kind of chatter in your mind that just doesn't stop, does it? Absolutely. Yep. It's the mental drain that it has on you if you're constantly, even when um, I was coaching, which was online and I did EFT tapping, um, which I did one-on-one or online. And it was always like, how, how can I get more people in? How can I, you're constantly working on it. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I was chatting to Terry just the other day because, or just yesterday, because he went to a school reunion on the weekend and was talking to to people like other electricians uh, or other tradies and and you know he was saying the conversation was was around almost like how many hours they're all working for a week and you know like, oh you know you'd be you'd be flat out working every weekend and stuff and Terry's like nope and uh, you know they were they were talking about how 60 70 hour weeks were normal and Terry's like yeah nope like he's really really good at setting his boundaries and going I don't work weekends I only work between these hours and these hours on these days and we'll only book work f- for that amount of time I wish I would had his um, discipline it's, it's quite amazing but when we have our own business very, very often we're actually working more hours than if we just worked for someone else, aren't we? So in some respects, yeah. we've totally probably taken our time. Well, we've completely taken yeah. our time freedom away, haven't we? We've got freedom over how we earn money, I guess. Yes, so- and especially because I think there's also like I love Terry's boundaries because that is something that I really had to learn, like to say no, because um, we've just changed our um, our hours and then often will, people will call and go like, oh, would you open up for, on the Monday for us? And so in the beginning, like of our restaurant, we were constantly saying, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. And, you know, we were exhausted in the end because we were doing everything for everyone else and we wanted to be so accommodating to everyone else. And then um, we kind of had to stop and mm. go, no, we, we need to say no. And, you know, Mondays is our day off. And and, and to do that is, is pretty hard sometimes because especially in a small community that we live in, um, you know, we want to please everyone and we want everyone to be happy. And But, yeah, we had to set boundaries and go, no, no more. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. no, I totally hear you. So, so talk to me about, um, you know, day-to-day life. You've got the kids getting older. You've got the restaurant taking up as much time as you're allowing it to take up. And let's face it as well with, with hospitality, you know, it's, it's not like you can work school hours, is it? And then you have your, your evenings and your weekends together. You're pretty much your, your off time is the time the kids are at school and then you're working when they're home. So how, how is that working out? Um, not great <laughs> for my liking because, you know, it, it is hard. Like they go to school and that's where, um, you know, I do my housework and I do other stuff for the business. And then um, they come home from school and I literally have like half an hour, maybe um, if I'm lucky um, to spend with them. And then I go to work and, and it's very hard um, for me because we love doing family meals. Like we always sit at the table and have chats and, so I'm missing out on all that. Like I have to prepare for them to so that they have food in the house or they come to the restaurant to have something to eat. Um, but yeah, so we have, I think, two days a week that I can actually have a meal with them. Mm. And then because I only have them 50% of the time, um, you know, it makes it even less that I actually see them. So, and because they're older now, they do come to the restaurant a fair bit and they come and see me, but it's still... That's As a mum's heart, it just it it's never nice. It 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 eats away at me like every day a little bit when I'm not there because it's just something that I feel that I think later on in life you'll look back and go, why did I do that or why did I not spend more time with them? Yeah, but at the moment I can't change it yet. <laughs> you have changed it. You are changing it. So what was that point? What was that point where you were like, okay, you know, I I talk a lot on this show about the line in the sand moment, the moment where, you know, we realize, all right, what I'm currently doing to to whatever degree I'm enjoying it or or not, you know, where was the point for you where you were, where you realized I cannot keep going like this, like this is not allowing me to live the life that I wanted where where was that point for you and what did that look like well like I just said like you know we started a business um we had a lot going on so we had to move business we had to change our name we had to change our branding um so within two years a lot had changed already in the business so we weren't steady we were steady and then we had to move and we moved and then we had to change our name. And it was, there was, you know, a lot happening in that really short amount of time that we were open. Um, we opened in a time of COVID. So when everyone, you know, was closing down, we thought it would be great to open. <laughs> so, you know, crazy stuff that you do. So I think I just, was so emotionally exhausted from just running, running, running all the time. And I think, you know, what I just explained with the kids, um, you know, hardly ever being home with them. Um, I think the thing that really got me the most, yeah, I would have to say it is the emotional draining. Yeah. That I just was very ready to, I was almost ready to quit, even though I love it so much and it is a big dream of us and we really wanted this, but I was so exhausted to a point that I was like, I can't do this anymore. Mm. I want to quit this. I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. And um, then I saw your post. 
sparked something in me. I don't know. It was just this, like, yes, I knew it wasn't going to be like a quick fix and I knew I wasn't just, you know, going to quit my business and all that stuff. But I knew that something had to change, that something Mm -hmm. had to be there for me to be able to dream again and to look at the future and go, this is going to be great because I think financially um, having your own business is great, but most of the money goes straight back in. And we've had a really tough run. Um, so we're not really profitable yet to make, mm. you know, big money. Like everything goes back into the business all the time. So financially I, I started to feel the strain as well. And then, um, yeah, when I saw your post of, you know, building on something that could be for my future. And, um, well, I've lost my super in my divorce and my super is so low. So I've always had that worry in the back of my head of how am I going to survive in the future if I'm not building up enough super, you know, for the pensioner time of my life. Um, I'm not going to make it because there's not enough there to actually be able to live off so I always had that in the back of my head that I knew I had to do something to um to build that up in a different way and I I can 100% resonate with that as well you know um immigrating here as an adult um puts us on the back foot anyway because you know we even though in the early years when we're sort of teenagers and in our first jobs and early jobs it's not like heaps of money is going into super but something is um and it's that's going to compound and so you know I didn't start working in Australia until my probably early 20s so I've I potentially had already missed a good five years of contributing to to super and then when we have kids obviously we're not working um and money's not going in and when we have our own business I would say there'd be a hell of a lot of small business owners listening to this and and, and entrepreneurs who yep. are not putting in super for themselves. Um, yep. And and like you say, like when when circumstances change that we cannot predict, like when you when you got married and immigrated over here, like you wouldn't have predicted then separating and having to start financially all over again. So oh, we don't yeah. we don't prepare for that in our in our younger years. We just assume everything's going to be dandy. And yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, and, and, and especially in the start of your 20s, like you don't think about these things. Exactly. And, you know, and that's what inspires me so much. We, we can, we'll go back to um, sort of your journey into starting um, in this affiliate marketing space in a minute, but that's what inspires me so much about this as an online business opportunity. Like for, for those listening in, every Monday night we have what we call a Monday night huddle and it's someone in in our in our online business just shares their story, don't they? A, li- a little bit like this. And a yep. couple of weeks ago, there was a lady who shared her story. Oh, I wanted to call her a girl, but that sounded a bit condescending. But no, I will. She was 23 years old. Um, and she started this business when she was 18, which is, you know, the youngest that you can enter, um, the, in, enter this business. So she started when she was 18. She's now 23. Um, and she has completely set herself up for life. And I just think, wow, you know, she's she's got to the stage in the commission structure where she's earning the the, the passive income, the monthly bonuses for life. And I just yep. think, wow, you know, like we live in such a different world now, don't we, where we've got opportunities like this that like for us when when we were in our 20s, 
or in our teens even, sure, there was network marketing, you know, like oh, my my nan or someone, my mom, someone, someone I knew low, close to me did Avon, you know, and, and there were people Tupperware. that did tup, Tupperware. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and to me, that's what, that's what network marketing, affiliate marketing, yeah. that's what it was. It was, it was flogging someone else's products at parties and having your lounge room floor just covered in orders that you had to distribute out and drive around to people's houses and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and I just think <laughs> how this industry has changed in that sort of 20, 25 years and how the opportunities within it have changed are just incredible. And so for us to now have that at our disposal, I think is, is, is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And um, she was very in- inspiring, this lady. And I, I remember watching her thinking, God, I wish I could start this when I was 18. <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> I know. I've already I've already prepped Kai. <laughs> I'm like, right, mate, start, start saving <laughs> yes. five years' time. Yeah. You can invest into this business. <laughs> do it. Do and, it. You know, and, and he's like, so what exactly do you have to do? And I was, I was telling him and, um, and uh, you know all that personal branding and things and he was like right okay and it was just it was just clicking in and he was like so I can just like ride my mountain bike or my BMX and my motorbike and take videos of me and my mates having fun and post that and that's kind of it and I was like "Uh (laughs) uh-huh and then other people are going to message you and say wow Kai how are you traveling to these amazing places and doing this stuff and what are you doing can I do it too and I I said to him this is how it grows this is how simple it gets to be but I think people people tend to overcomplicate in their minds don't they like was talk us through your um talk us through your thinking so you saw something that I posted you saw one of my posts and you were like oh wow okay this this could be the thing I'm looking for this could be the thing that helps me um build another income on the site talk to me about your thought process from there and and how things sort of panned out from there yeah it it was quite funny because I I I didn't prepare it very well (laughs) (laughs) It was just something like I saw the price and I just knew and it, there was just, I'm a much a, a feeling person and I, I just felt it. And I was like, I think this is it because I've been looking at other ones, you know, other network marketing online and everything looked exhausting and everything was like, oh my God, do you, do I have to do all that, um, you know, selling products or being for Amazon or wh- whatever it was, I've looked into it and um it just wasn't for me. It just felt very, oh my God, that's a lot of work, you know, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of time that I don't have. And then your post, and then I reached out to you. And um, I remember you sent me the link to watch um, a masterclass or a webinar. And I watched it and I just knew. I just knew, and I had no idea what it was about, like for a very long time, and it's very sad to admit this, but for a very long time, I had no idea what it was actually about, Um, but I just knew it was the right decision for me, and so I signed up um, quite quickly and um, invested in this, and um, when I realized it was for water, I was actually so thrilled and excited because that was more confirmation for me because it aligns with me. Um, very well and then um, I actually started learning when I was already invested and already had everything um, signed up 
Yeah. Fancy or you you already you were like, I am in. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. I was just... like, all right. Now, yep. now let me learn about what I've just invested in. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. It was a bit of afterwards. I was like, actually, let's have a look at this. <laughs> yeah, it was really, really funny. And it was good for me because it was very much out of my comfort zone. And uh, I remember texting you like, I am really scared. Like, what have I done? You know, how am I going to do this? Like, I have actually no idea what I'm doing. And um, so it was really good to get out of my comfort zone. And I, I knew it was the right decision because, you know, my gut was telling me. So um, I just went with it. It's, it's really interesting. Every single person, every single person I have spoken to um, in this business, either, you know, online, on this show, um, just in, in team calls, physical events, every single person says the exact same thing. So their line in the sand moment was different um, where they're, where they're at, in, where they were at in life, different um, reason for even looking for an, a, a, an opportunity, looking for something different. For some people, it was financial. For some people, it was health. For some people, it was something else. All of that is different, but every single person has said the same thing. As soon as they saw this, they knew in their heart, they knew it was a feeling and they yeah. couldn't explain it. And I think that's just like, it gives me goosebumps. Like even. Yeah, I was just saying, I was just thinking that I was like, oh, it gives me goosebumps. And it, you know, and to, to some people, some people will listen to this and just go, oh my God, you know, woo woo, you know, things like um, woo woo, cult, scam, scheme, all this negativity has been, has been thrown at me. And, you know, respectfully, you know, like if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Um, yep. But at the same time, I think for those who, feel it is for those who don't feel that and are, and are curious I just think you know all you can do is watch a webinar watch a class a master class isn't it watch the information yeah. learn the yeah. information um, and see how you feel from there it's yeah it is that simple really isn't it because um when I watched it I got I thought I remember thinking god this sounds, you know, it sounds too good to be true. Like, you know, that's that's how it felt. Not so much how it felt, but it was like, how is this possible? How is it so it's simple? Your head's trying to catch up with your heart, yeah, then, isn't it? Your head's it trying to put logic. Must, there must be something. <laughs> there yep. must be something because this is too simple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So okay, so you've 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 re- you've seen a post, you've reached out to me, you've watched a masterclass, you've gone through the um, gone through the process, the sales, the the discovery process. Um, I've spoken about that in a previous episode, and um, so now you're in, and you're like, wow, you're feeling. Well, you tell me how you're feeling. Um, you you talked about initially how the kind of oh shit, what have I done? Moment came yeah. to you. <laughs> Once that had passed again, what what emotions started bubbling up to the top? What did you start noticing? What started happening? Oh, just so much more happy. It was it was strange, like because um, you know, and you go through um all the, the classes that are there and launching launching your business and stuff. And um I started posting about it and I started to become like more happy and I felt like I had it just gives it gave me this allowance and this um, space to dream again. 
to have a future again, to have something to look forward to. And it's really funny because people started texting me like, this really suits you. This is amazing. You're glowing. And and so people were noticing it as well and not even knowing what I was doing. Um, um, you know, people were texting me just about the the energy that I had. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the biggest, biggest thing, just the joy back into your life and where, um, I don't know, a glimpse of light, I guess, for the future that, you know, um, it's going to be okay. <laughs> I love that. And I totally, totally resonate with that. It, it's yeah. like I got to the point and I literally just recorded um literally just recorded my origin story um this morning um and and I and I shared in that the um the feeling of what I didn't even where I didn't even realize I was at was that I had switched hope off I'd switched joy off I'd switched excitement off I'd switched passion off in all aspects I'd switched I'm going to go as far as to say as I'd switched happiness off right at the end because yep. I was so negative and I was so stuck in this. I don't think I can keep doing this. I don't think I, I like, I can't do this anymore. I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. I hadn't even realized that I'd switched all that off until I'd come through the other side and started feeling it again. And yep. I was just like, Oh, oh, this is why I felt so bad. <laughs> This it's, is why in- it's almost like you're complacent with it's like a feeling for me it was like a feeling of like this is what it is it is what it is and we're just there's nothing you can do about it and you just have to go with it and you have to just keep swimming and then all of a sudden you're swimming to this beautiful like you know area where you think actually <laughs> I would like some more of this beautiful sunshine in this beautiful waterfall that I'm looking at. And it, I think it's just complacement. I think we just um, sometimes have that that giving up of it is what it is. And um, I think if something like this then comes on your path and you realise actually there's much more out there. Mm. But it takes courage, doesn't it? Like it does. is, that, is that the right word? Like because even though we might be on that hamster wheel we're in that complacency we're, we're in that sort of um I call it groundhog day monotony you know we're just doing the do we're doing our thing every day we're getting through the day we're getting through the day we're hanging for the weekend we might live it up on the weekend and then we start dreading Monday and it's just this, this cycle just continues as much as you know, some of us, some of us maybe don't even have conscious awareness and when we just do that and that's just fine. Others, we get to the point where we have conscious awareness of this pattern, not necessarily being what we want to do, but at the same time, it's comfortable, isn't it? And anything, anything that's not that is unknown and therefore uncomfortable. So, I mean, for you, what was that? Was it an easy, it sounded like it was an easy decision for you, but you you would have still had to call on courage, I would imagine, to go to yeah. actually send a message. Did you or how to talk us through that bit? Well, the, the thing is what I did is I didn't talk to anyone about it. Mm. I did it all by myself. And because in the past I would have reached out to you know for people at advice and blue and I've learned along the line like no 
I have to make my own decisions. I have to stand on my own two feet. Now, I haven't been single for a very long time, so I don't have a partner to, you know, bounce off and go, you know, what do you think of this? And so I've learned in that time um, to heal my, you know, I think it's almost like an uncertainty and always, you know, I don't know, maybe it's a bit of a, I don't don't know, I have a lot of self-awareness in this path that I've walked um, because, you know, being on your own, being in a strange country um, is already courageous. Mm. I didn't realise that till much later in life, that it actually what I have done in my life has been pretty awesome and pretty hell yeah (laughs) yeah exactly so and I think all that awareness that I've done and I've done a coaching um course and I've been a coach myself and and um um doing EFT tapping so I've worked a lot on all of it and so this decision for me was for me the first one that I actually made truly on my own um and I didn't need anyone's approval or advice on it and I think that for me was like a level of growing and healing um, and deciding like, oh, I don't need anyone to make this decision because it feels right for me and I'm just going to do it. And I want to pick up on something you said there because I think, you know, you you framed what you just shared there as um, you know, as a as a single woman, not in a relationship, you you didn't you don't you don't have didn't have anyone to bounce it with. Um yeah. and whether people saw that as a positive or as a negative, that that's on them. Whether you see it as a positive or a negative, it doesn't matter. Um I think the 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 really key thing there is that I find, and this was me personally, and this is also other people I've spoken to, when we're in a relationship, we can tend to, um, what's the word? Not extinguish, not crush. We can tend to limit ourselves to the thinking of the other person. Yeah. And and I don't want this to, I don't want this in any way to sound um to sound negative um but but it's also very true and I know that because I've spoken to so many people about it in as much as you know we can I was super excited I knew in my heart you know I was like as soon as exactly the same as you when I was watching when I was watching the class when I was absorbing the information I I absolutely knew for me to then come away and tell Terry about it, I was shit scared. I'm going to be really honest. Like I felt sick to the pit of my stomach because I was like, what if he doesn't see it? Like I see it. What if he, um, you know, poo-poos it? What if he flatly refuses and says, no, not, not a chance in hell, which is exactly what happened. Um, (laughs) Not, not, not so much in a way as no, there's no way I'm going to allow you to do this, but my journey in finding my vehicle in finding my thing has led me down many paths and has seen me invest thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. And I think it just got to the point where Terry was like, Claire, you've got to stop. Like you've got to stop. I've, I, you know, he had reached his level of of tolerance. I think, um, whereas I still had one more thing left in me. Um, and so for me, that was my journey. You know, I was like, I've now got a choice. I can choose to limit myself to where he's at and keep the peace. Yeah. Or 
I can find something within myself um, and do it anyway. (laughs) And that was massive. That is courageous because I think it comes a lot with fear. A lot of fear comes into into making decisions like this um, because, you know, there, there's investing to do. It's time that you need to um, put into this and, and there is a risk that you might fail. And, you know, the brain loves to keep you safe and say, you know what, don't do it. And then I think, um, you know, so there's pros and cons to having a partner. And, you know, I don't think it's a negative thing to not have one or to have one. Or, you know, I think um, it would have been great to have someone to talk to and and say, what do you think? Um, I didn't have that. And I chose not to discuss it with anyone else because I already knew kind of what the answers were going to be. Yeah, because I looked at the whole um, business idea and went, "Mm," like I just said, it looked too good to be true. And I did it anyway. And I think, um, you know, the fear that we have of people, rejection, um, people not agreeing with us, I think, you know, that has been so ingrained in us. Mm. And I think for me, um, I've been trying so hard to not be fearful anymore because I have been very fearful. And um, so I think, you know, pros and cons are are to both sides. And I think it is um, something that you have to really go within. And I think it's more courageous if you have a partner that says, that's not going to happen. You're not going to do this and then do it anyway. You know, <laughs> I think that's more courageous than me just going, well, effort I'm just going to do it (laughs) I don't know anyone stopping me um so I think yeah I think courage is a big big deal in this um and I think it's empowering to be courageous like that and make those choices for yourself and I think a lot of women wouldn't make these choices because um it is scary Mm -hmm. it is um out of your comfort zone it is um something that is not really the narrative. It, a lot of people are not doing this because it is something, it's not a nine to five and mm-hmm. you're not working for someone and, you know, you're going to start your own business. And I think um, it's empowering to do it because it has really given me so much more than just an online business. I think it's it's more the emotional um, roller coaster that, that I've been through was amazing because of the healing that I had to go through as well. And that's the the thing, isn't it? That's, that's the thing It's every, everything we come across. So for me, that very first thing of, you know, um, Terry saying, you know, no, no, sorry, you, you, we are not investing any more of our joint savings into one of your crazy ventures. (laughs) (laughs) That is is it. We, we, we are not doing it. So I had to find another way and I had to really go inside and everything, like you just shared, everything that we come across um, gives us an opportunity, doesn't it? Gives us a choice. We either cave at that point. It's a pivot. It's a pivot that you could make or you just don't. It's a crossroad. Let's say that it's a crossroad. You can say, all right, I'm not going to do it. This is scary. I'm just going to stay where I am and probably still be miserable in a couple of years because that cycle is not going to stop. And I think when you take the crossroad a bit more courageous, and go, you know what, I'm going to give it a 
you know, red hot go, I'm going to try it. Why not? You'll gain, I think, so much more. But, yeah, it's a, it's a very courageous step that you have to make and it's a decision that you have to make for yourself. You um, absolutely do. And to, to do that, you ha- we have to trust ourselves, don't we? We have yeah. to we have to believe that we've got what it takes to make it work. Yeah. Um, and that's what I think that's certainly what I'm I'm witnessing a lot of people don't have. Um, don't have we don't have we're a society that is losing the ability to trust ourselves because yeah. we come we become so reliant on um you know information we can find out on Google or something Facebook says or, you know, like <laughs> yeah. something, yeah. Uh, you know, our best mate at school has told us while we're waiting for the kids at pickup or whatever it might be. You know, we we just absorb so much information and we have so much information available to us. I think we're starting as a population, starting to forget the art of just trusting our inner knowing and and, yeah. and being able to go with that without the need to have a whole stack load of logic and research and whatever. <laughs> and, I, you know, that that's not to say that everyone should just go and leap off a cliff and, and do stuff without doing their due diligence. It's not what we're saying, is it? But there comes a point where we've got to, I think, get get back to real basics and go, okay, what what do I want out of life? How do I want to be living? How much money do I need to do that? Is what I'm currently doing going to get me that in the time frame that I want to get there? And if it's not, what else could I do? Like we've got to have those honest conversations yeah. with ourselves, don't we? Yeah, and that's what I mean by that crossroad. Um, yeah. You have to make a choice there. And I think um, if you, I don't know if it's so much about healing. I think it is. It is a healing way of like taking that first step towards yourself and say I am going to do this and I can do this because um I remember because it was social media leverage um you know that's that was for me I'm a very open and happy person and I'm not too shy but I wasn't like very active on social media where I have my face on there and do videos and so it was in that way very healing because you just have to get over yourself and just do it (laughs) (laughs) and just go you know what why not like I think we are as a society also very scared um especially because of the social media now of course like you've got a lot of haters on there and Mm -hmm. um, like I called you the other day and said I have my first hater yeah (laughs) now we laugh at it I think a couple of months ago I would have crushed I would have cried (laughs) but now we're celebrating it because we celebrate it because it's it's like it's my shit is out there so it's yeah good. and you're making enough noise to rattle cages you're making exactly. enough noise to trigger people people are noticing yep. you so if there's yep. a hater noticing you there's also a woman watching you who yep. needs to read what you're posting who needs to needs to feel um what you have felt um yep. and 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 that's that's the journey now isn't it that's the business so that's that's how how you're choosing to 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 play the business or work the business kind of thing it's yeah Sorry about my puppy. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> I've got Absolutely. I've got boys outside bouncing basketballs and whatnot. So I'm just hoping that Mike doesn't pick it up. <laughs> Someone's at the door. That's why I'm like, <laughs> sorry. 
<laughs> very real it's all good it's all good yes, exactly. so what is the what does what does the future look like for you like how do you envisage and I'm I'm gonna get you to switch off logical brain now what does the what does this business mean for you and your kids and, and your future what does life look like in five years time now oh hopefully retired that's <laughs> what I'm aiming for yeah definitely <laughs> hell I'm gonna be retired let's go really positive (laughs) hopefully about it yeah if we're taking logic out I am I am that's what my aim is I I really want to be able to live um and have fun and enjoy my time and I just don't want to have a life where I regret um I don't know, I posted a photo not long ago and it was an older couple and they were in a gondola in Italy and falling asleep. And it just resonated for me because um, it said, you know, don't wait for retirement, you know, to start traveling. And that's exactly what I want to do. My family and I have very big dreams. Um, We want to travel. We want to buy properties. (laughs) We have massive, big, crazy dreams. And, um, yeah, we are working towards that. I love to it. Re- to realize them all. I think it is it is so exciting, isn't it? And it's so yeah. you get that little giddy feeling like, you know, like you used to have when you were kids and you were like, you know, dreaming of having all these like lollies and staying up all night. And, you know, you get so excited and you get so worked up. And as an adult, I think we forget how to be that excited because I know. logical brain just keeps ticking over. And it's like, yeah. oh, my God, how many hours will I have to work to earn enough money for that? How much, how, you know, how what's the limit on my credit card? How how long is that going to take me to pay off? You know, it's like someone we... was saying to me, and I was like, "Oh, you know, um, the amount of money they were making, and um, it's way more than I make." <laughs> and I was like, "Rude! Like what? <laughs> oh, that's just half a day's work." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm doing something wrong here. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to stop." And yep. and I think you know, I you know, sometimes. It's, we we talk about like you know what if we have a job again and we work for someone and I don't think I could do that again mm-hmm. um we have those little moments where we go like imagine let's say I'm going to be a waitress in a restaurant and I'm going to be under someone uh working under someone again I don't think I could do it again so that's mm-hmm. why for me this was the perfect solution because I am still my own boss and I'm still doing what I want to do in my pockets of time and no one um, is telling me, you know, you can't or you have to be here at a certain time. And it's all really freeing. And I think um, that's was my aim all along mm. to have that freedom. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So what would you say if there's someone listening in um, who has their own business, who, you know, it was a, it was, it was a, it's a dream business. It's a business that they wanted to open. It's, it was, it either was or still is their passion, but they're starting to realize, shit, you know, the, the time I'm putting into this, like, you know, I'm going to be 50, 60, 70 years old before, before I can step back. Like, what would your advice be for that person if they're starting to think, shit maybe this wasn't all worth it like there's got to be something else yes (laughs) do this (laughs) do what we do join our team is what I would say no I I totally get because um you know when you start a business it's a passion it's something that you really love 
and um, you want to do it. But if it's not as, you know, rewarding or successful or um, I would definitely say do something on the side mm. and, and choose something that aligns with your own vibe, your own avatar, like everything that you that you are your purpose, I guess, like the things that you want in life. I think it is very important to find something that, um, well, like I said, for it was in my heart I knew and, and you know, water and, and the products and the business, um, the whole community mm. <clears throat> aligns very well with me. So I think my advice would be choose something that aligns with you and keep swimming <laughs> just keep swimming because don't give up your business we're not saying that because you know if it's your passion and it's what you love to do um like I said you know I I say now I want to retire but I think I'll miss it if I would have to retire tomorrow I would miss it and and you know be very sad so yeah um and you know every day is different sometimes you're so tired and you think oh I could quit tomorrow and then other <laughs> days you leave on such a high going this yeah. is and this weekend we had it? an amazing weekend we were so happy the sun was shining we were doing bottom of sangria jugs with tapas and you know everyone was happy and merry and it was beautiful and we were on such a high and um and then you go see this is what it's about this is what we love so, but yeah, isn't it, isn't it, it like, I just, I just, I remembered something I saw, I think it was on one of your stories and, and this just wraps everything up beautifully, um, I think. And I also feel it myself within my job. When you have, when you are in the trenches and you're doing the do every day and you can't see a way out, it almost becomes your passion then becomes a burden and it becomes a weight and everything starts to feel forced, doesn't it? But now yeah. you have... The, your online business on the side that you're building that's re-sparked your fire. It's it's re-lit your lantern of joy. Um, you know, you're <laughs> feeling you're feeling hopeful, you're feeling positive, yep. you're feeling excited again, you're seeing possibilities. And that energy then transfers to your physical business as well. Yes, it and it and your does. creativity just comes, yep. oh, we could do this, we could do this. And the passion and the excitement and the joy and everything comes back into that world as well it ripples and makes waves I love it absolutely yeah. love it because um I can see it's very noticeable for me like in my socials even for my business um even though they're very different um it starts to ripple in there too like I can just see that there's um and there is more joy from my side because I am more happy and I have this glimpse for the future. So, and that will ripple out to hopefully a lot of people as well, because that's that's our aim. We want um, more people to feel this way and to be be part of this, um, to empower themselves. Absolutely. So yeah. let's put it out there. If there's any any small business owners out there that are starting to feel like the weight of the world on your shoulders and that you can't see a way out and that you're losing the joy and you're losing the passion for what you love, 
hey, reach out to Mindy. Yes. <laughs> All her contact details are going to be in the show notes to this episode. So wherever you're listening to it from, um, you. you can you can reach out and and you can watch one of the masterclasses that changed both of our lives um, yeah. and just see. And, you know, it just a last note on that, you know, watching a masterclass doesn't lock you into anything at all, does it? It's literally no. information. Um, literally- it doesn't cost you a cent. It just costs you maybe an hour of your time. And, you know, if it's for you, is going to be great um it's going to change your life it's going to empower you it's going to make you happy um if it aligns with with everything you want to do in life and if not then you lost an hour of your time and now you know that's exactly right yep exactly right mindy thank you so much i you know we we chat often and i love i love talking love talking with you i love bouncing with you and i'm so excited that we get to build this together um thank you so much for having me pleasure (laughs) till next time (laughs) till next time i'll see you in two minutes (laughs) if only you could see the smile that is on my face right now this is why i do what i do to help women like Mindy create the life of their dreams you know i think there are too many people living a life right now that is not fulfilling them that is not lighting them up that is it's not making you happy and I think we've almost normalized the fact that you know feeling mediocre is how we're supposed to feel like it's like we've just kitted kitted ourselves and told ourselves that this is this is adulting this is how we're supposed to feel like we're not supposed to be lit up and joyful every day that's for the young free um single 20 somethings you know that's complete bullshit we can feel that freedom we can feel that exhilaration we can feel that joy that hope that excitement that happiness in our 40s, in our 50s, in our 60s. And if you don't believe me, go and listen to more episodes in this podcast because I am giving you evidence of women from all kinds of age demographics, all kinds of backgrounds, all kinds of you know past experiences who are now feeling feelings again and are feeling happy and joyful and abundant and noticing possibilities and I think particularly for those of us who still have kids at home um, it is so important that we give that to ourselves because when we are in that energy like Mendy said she just feels elevated she feels like lifted up and happy and energetic and energized and that's rippling into her business but that's also rippling into her family into her kids and they're going to feel all the things that she's feeling I notice that within my own household you know when I'm down in the dumps and down in a funk everyone is down in the dumps and down in the funk and that makes me feel even worse when I'm up everyone's up and you know we there's music and there's laughter and there's a lot more conversation and there's fun and you know like I want more of that Mindy wants more of that and that is what Fierce Woman Rising is all about I want women to feel fierce in their power I want women to feel happy elevated joyful energetic energized passionate I want women to see the possibilities and I am just 
I, I can't even find the words to express. I am so here for that. I am so ready for that. And so if you are someone who wants to join that, if you are someone who wants to feel that, or if you are someone who at least wants to explore the opportunity of doing that, then bloody well get over yourself and and reach out and and let's at least have a conversation all my contact details are in the show notes to this episode you can find me at claire markwick on facebook or claire underscore markwick at um, on instagram Um, there's also links to dm me directly in the show notes to this episode as well so if something that mindy has shared if there's something in this episode that makes you just want to explore it and be a part of it as well message me masterclass mindy that's M-E-N-D-I-E, and, um, and, and, and let's get a conversation happening. Let's bring this level of energy into your life, this passion, this fire, um, and, and let's get you moving towards the life of your dreams because it is not a pipe dream. It is not something that is just left to the 20-somethings to dream about. We can create it now because we live in a time of ample opportunity and we are in a country that is blessed blessed to have so many opportunities and so much freedom already there why the hell are we suffering why the hell are we struggling why the hell are we just getting by we have got the right to thrive and um, there are plenty of vehicles be it this one or be it any other um, that can allow us to do that so reach out masterclass mendy and um, i will hook you up with some information on what we have chosen to do Alrighty, thank you so much again for lending me your ears. I'm excited to be back with you next week for another inspirational episode. Then until then, bye-bye.